Good morning, good morning. Mosoki handra mosa shataye. I andra moko yandra saki andamo. Andra moka udra moka udra moka udan nan yande. Si handra shata, si handra shata, si handra shata u. Miko yanda ye, miko yanda ye, miko yanda ye, ya da ye, ya da ye. Soko yanamo sashata, sakanyamora shata. Andra mosau, andra mosau, andra mosau, dau, 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 dianda mosoke. Hallelujah, God. Moso shata yandi. Moho yandra mokanyan. Si handra mokanyan. Si handra mokan. Si handra mokan. Si handra mokan. Si handra mokan. Da moka. Da moka. Da moka. Ye, 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 ye. Hallelujah. Yeah, yeah, hallelujah, God, Jesus. Mosoki andara mosa. Si andara shate o. Hodra mokan. Hodra mokan. Hodra mokan yed. Si handa mosa. Sometimes you think God is done talking to you concerning anything. In the anda moso koya shata yaramosa. Di handra moka yand. Di handra moka yand. Di handra moka yand. Di moka yand. Di moka yand. Si handra mosa ki. Si handra mosa ikan. Hi ordra mosa kan yand. 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 God is clearly, clearly making himself much more known in every area of our lives. God has given me vision upon vision upon vision upon vision like never before. Months ago, I, I was always able to see in the spiritual realm, but not like this. Now there's a constant of seeing, a constant of seeing the throne of God, the angelic host, realm upon realm. We were taught with a limit. Because some of the people who have taught us have not received or even saw where we are today to even explain what we're seeing. Seeing the weight, seeing the light, seeing the holiness, seeing the glorification, seeing the purification of God's spirit, his holiness. In the visions, upon visions, upon visions, hearing 
much more. And her heart becoming enlarged. Enlarged. Heart is enlarging. Enlarging. And he's showing me a diamond right now. He's presenting to me a diamond. We cannot put God's vision in our own way of understanding. God will release to you the understanding with the vision. He's not going to have you walk somewhere you don't know where you're going. But if you follow, you won't even have to ask where you're going. Because you trust in the person you're following, which is after God. God was talking to me in and out my sleep. And I will wake up from a dream and just speak out to God. Answering his questions. He's conversating with me in and out my sleep. That's powerful because that didn't happen before. Like this. On this level. It's a constant of communication now. See, sometimes we just walk in, we're being led by God. We're reading God's word. We're releasing God's word as believers. But there is a time where God will elevate you to a place where you receive the constant. A place just knowing all the day long. Having questions, asking God just typical things that he's, he's like answering fast. Right in the midst of your conversation. You don't have to wait for an answer because soon as you ask, he answer. That is an honor to be in this area. There is a privilege to be in this area. My heart is enlarging. Enlarging more. I asked God. I said. Was I, am I able to even take anymore? Because sometimes your presence is so overwhelming. That I cannot stand physically. Definitely cannot comprehend naturally. But I am willing to embrace more of it. Now he showed me a waterfall. And I can hear the sounds of the waterfall. You know when you see a waterfall, the water comes down so heavy that it bounces back up off the stream? I can see the water bouncing back up. That's how hard it's coming. That's how heavy it is. That's how much water is coming down. And they have hearts all around it. An outpour. An overflow. We use the word overflow all the time, but God is about to show you what he means when he says overflow in your life. Hallelujah. I'm going to read a couple of Bible scriptures and song. Hallelujah. I'm going to start first in Psalm 57, verse 5. Be thou exalted, O God, above the heavens. Let thy glory be above all the earth. And his glory is here. 
God glory is indeed here. Hallelujah. Psalm 59 verse 10. The God of my mercy shall prevent me. God shall let me see my desires upon my enemies. He shall let me see my desires upon my enemies. Who is David referring to when he say his enemies? Our enemies. Concerning our desires. Our enemies are not our neighbors on our left or our right. Our neighbor, I mean, our enemies are not those who are currently not walking after Christ. Those who are in the world and of the world. Those are not our enemies. Our enemies are evil principalities, evil forces, Satan and his army. We cannot keep pinpointing each other as we are enemies. When we are neighbors, Christ call us friends. Friends don't envy. How can we envy our neighbor who do not the work? It's Christ who doeth the work. So therefore, you're envying your Savior? You jealous of your Savior? And some of us want things that does not belong to us. And I know I have been there before. But it's nothing like wanting and desiring what God desires. Because God knows us best. God knows us better than we know ourselves. And we know that that's why we're following after him now. Because at one point we were doing it our own way. And we saw our way wasn't working. Therefore we need another way. And we can't find that way in nobody else but God. That's why we're following after him. If we could come together as believers and aim our, aim our weapons, which is our praise and our declarations, at the enemy and let him be our target, love will flourish so much more in the earth. And not target one another. You're not my enemy. I'm not your enemy. Even if we seem not to get along for some reason. I don't know. Like God let me know. Everybody is not going to like you. Whether you walk in love or not. Someone's going to find some reason not to like you. You have to get used to that. Everybody is not going to agree with you. Get used to that. God said, if everyone would follow after me and my level of thinking, it wouldn't be no words like this to be said or mentioned. 
Because if we are following after Christ, we walk in love and we love our neighbors as we indeed love ourselves. We wouldn't wrestle against each other, but our target would be the enemy pulling down strongholds, stepping over strongholds, not putting a stronghold over my neighbor's back. When I'm supposed to cast my cares upon God, who care for me? Hallelujah. Psalms 61. I'm going to do one through three. Hear my cry, O God. Attend unto my prayer. From the end of the earth will I cry unto thee. When my heart is overwhelmed, Lead me to the rock that is higher than I. For thou has been a shelter for me and a strong tower from the enemy. Once again, the enemy. God is our strong tower. When you are overwhelmed with anything, no matter what it is, how big it is, how small it is, Be led to the rock that is higher than yourself. That is higher than that thing that's troubling you. And who is the rock? The rock of our salvation. Christ. Hallelujah. Psalm 62 verse 1. Truly my soul waiteth upon God. From him cometh my salvation. From God comes my salvation. From God. Not without God. Not away with God. It comes from God. Therefore, everything I need, you need, it's in him. It's in God. We walk around with so many questions and God is our answer. He is the answer to everything we will ever need. That's why it's so important to seek him first. Then everything else will be added unto you. I'm in my added season. I'm in my added season. Because I sought the kingdom first. Hallelujah. I'll never forget. Let me share really quickly. In this time, I was invited to many people's homes who God used me to bring back into the kingdom. And these were some beautiful homes. I'm trying to tell you. I'm like mansion style. I'm looking like y'all living like this. And I found myself one day, I never looked outside of myself before until I went to their homes and I sat down in the presence of God and I said, God, I want something like that. (laughs) Look how fancy their cars are. My God, look at their airplanes. I want something like that. God said to me, because I never had that conversation with God before about any earthly anything, never did in my entire life. And this is what God answered was to me. You didn't ask me for a mansion first. 
You didn't ask me for the fancy cars and the planes first. You didn't even ask me for the material things of this world first. You asked me to show you what it's like to stand in the midst of all hell breaking loose. You asked me to show you how to command storms to cease, mountains to crumble, to walk in love, to not be moved, to be rooted, to stay, to persevere, to be humble, to love. You asked me for those things. You want to know what it's like to be in my presence and remain. To forgive the unforgiven. To not cast down. That's what you asked me first. Wise decision. That was his answer to me. Wise decision. Because I got caught up by looking around and seeing what I had. And every person that home I went to said to me, I will give you everything I have. Everything. Do you hear me, child? Everything, woman. To have what you have. Jesus. I also see this angel playing a violin over me. I'm beautiful, Melindy. But God has shown me the significance of my decision. To seek him first. What happens when you seek God first? My God. Jesus. When we seek God's way first. When we seek God's ways first. And not our own. It's not an easy task. Because you have an enemy. And people that are opening themselves up to be used by the enemy. To try to destroy you in every way. And sometimes we were moved by it. And it bothered us. Indeed, it bothered us. Some of you are still being bothered. You can carry a conversation with someone and they insult you. And you can feel anger rise on the inside of you. For me, there was never any anger. It may have been some heaviness in my heart. Especially towards those who are self-deceived. And not even know it. God says some things you just got to just deal with. And pray for. Everyone is not going to like you, Quinesha. No matter how much you walk in love and love them. That's what God is dealing with me with. He was saying to me, just let me settle with things. He said, where I'm taking you, many cannot handle the glory I'm about to place upon your life. Many will want what you have. Many will find reasons to hate you. 
And the heaviness came because why would they? How can we walk with God and do that? Why would we want to? That's not entertaining God. By operating under another voice, which is your own self. You obeying your emotions instead of the voice of the spirit of God. Jesus. Jesus. God will show me these footprints on this ocean. That's one of my favorite poems. It's called Footprints. And it's pretty much about a person who was walking beside Christ and they somehow failed and stumbled in their walk. And they went from seeing two sets of footprints to now one. And they said, Christ, you left me when I needed you the most because I didn't see your footprints in the sand. And Christ said the footprints you saw was me holding you up during the time you were falling. So those were my footprints that you saw, not yours. And that goes the same for us when he showed me that trail of footprints. And these were some deep footprints printed in the sand. And we're just re-stepping in his footprints. That's what following actually looks like. Wherever his foot is, we're stepping our foot upon until the next footprint, until the next footprint without asking, where are we going? Are we lost? Do I need to take it from here? No, I'm continuing to follow. Hallelujah. And last but not least this morning, my, one of my favorite psalms is not my favorite. I don't like to say favorite out of scriptures because I love them all and I appreciate them all. Psalm 63, verse 1. Oh God, thou art my God. Early will I seek thee. Oh, God. I love how I start off. Oh, God. Oh. Oh, God. The devil is after me, but oh, God. He can't stand me, but oh, God. He wish I have not been born, but oh, God. Obstacles may arise, but oh, God. I might be hated upon, but oh God. Doors may have closed in my face, but oh God. I may have stumbled, but oh God. Thou art my God. I'm reminding you, God, who you are to me. What you already know. But it's so glorious to set a reminder so you know that I still remember. Oh, God, I thank you for this season. Oh, God, I thank you for the breakthroughs. Oh, God, I thank you for the elevation from the evaluation. Oh, God, (laughs) I thank you for the connection. Oh, God, I thank you for already having my outcome. Oh, God. 
I see so much taking place in my outcome. Oh, God. I see heaven right now rejoicing. Oh, God. I see them parading on Quinesha's behalf. Oh, God. Because they saw I'm triumph. Oh, God. They see my victory. Oh, God. They see my finished work. Oh, God. They see the fulfillment. Oh, God. They see the well done, that good and faithful servant. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Thou art my God. Transformation is taking place. Whether we care about it, like it, receive it or not, it is here. God's not going to stop what he's doing until you get ready. No, indeed he's not. You may slow up your own process, but your own process is not going to slow up what God is doing in my life. But I'm going to pray, and I do pray, that we come up higher in him so we all can receive. Oh, God, I'm just stuck on, oh, God, thou art my God. Thou art my God. He's having carrot conversations with me in and out my sleep. I'm waking up just answering and conversating with God and going back to sleep. I found myself saying this morning, God, give me 30 more minutes. And actually, he gave me 30 more minutes on the dot to get up here. I was sleeping so well. And I was enjoying the dream that I was in. This little boy was following me. He was on this bicycle that he just got for Christmas. And he was following me down this hill that we were sliding down ice. It was like an icy hill. We were having fun. And this little boy kept following me, but he couldn't go too far because his parents told him not to go too far. And the little boy kept looking at me, just staring into my eyes. I'm like, this little boy looking at me like this at this young age? My God, without a smile at all. So I take that as a serious visitation, <laughs> a serious vision, a serious dream. Because he, he was not smiling, but he was having fun. I can feel the fun, but I don't see the smile. Hallelujah. God keep giving me the word enlargement. Enlargement. Whew, he's enlarging my heart, your heart. He's putting cities in my heart right now, states in this country in my heart. The whole West region, hallelujah. God is just putting the, matter of fact, the entire map. I'm speaking as he's doing. Jesus. Being a great speaker in the world for God. Being God's mouthpiece. Showing me going to different places, different schools. Giving beautiful speeches around the world. God says, not going to always be you taking out a Bible. When I say preach my word, it's just releasing my gospel. That is preaching. That is teaching. You are inspiring you are inspiring. 
People are inspired by you. So what I'm doing in your season is beneficial to what you're going into next. So who I add and what I add into your life is necessary for where I'm about to take you. And everyone not going to like that. Because some people are going to always find a reason to ask, what about me? Why can't I? You just answered your own question. Let God, allow God, and I beseech you, allow God to enlarge your heart. I almost want to say mashluta and expect you to say tov miyod. Hallelujah. Shalom to all of you. Every single one of you. Walking with the agape love. Agape love. Love. Brotherly love. Hallelujah. Remaining in his presence. Oh God. (laughs) Thou art my God. Don't be moved if someone don't like you. Pray. Pray. It happens. God is our defender. May we continue to walk in love. I almost want to say Mashinta. <laughs> to the listeners, Mashinta. And your answer is Kareemly. I will soon find out who are the Kareemlies. <laughs> Hallelujah. I love you all so much. Just being still in his presence and not moving. God is in control over our lives. Only him. We're yielded under his control. And he has everything that we need. He has every answer. I told my sister that I was mentioning her on this podcast some days. And she said to me, what are you saying? (laughs) She won't hear the ones that I had mentioned of her. Hallelujah. (laughs) I love my sister so much. We are so close. Even though I'm the younger sister, she always came to me and considered me to be the big sister. But I always lifted her up and inspired her and motivated her as my big sister. I used to always say, you are my role model. And she looked at me and be like, who, me? (laughs) Yes, you. You're my role model. I used to always meditate and just, or just stare at my sister and study her ways. I always wanted to be like my sister growing up. 
It's like she was definitely indeed the image and the role model for me to follow after. She was the popular one. The f- she was very fun to be around. She was great at music, writing music, drawing, painting. See, I'm great at those things, but she is like, wow. And I used to go to school bragging, my sister this, my sister that. I used to have a lot of separation anxiety growing up as a child. When my mom leave, I was one of them kids that crying, no, don't leave me, don't leave me here. Even at school, I remember my first day in elementary, I only remember because I cried so much. <laughs> one of my mom. And then my sister, when I started getting older, where my sister would take me to school. We would walk to school. She would take me to my class and go to her class. I used to always cry inside, don't go, don't leave me here. But I always had to be tough on the outside or she was going to get me. She just did not play for weakness. I don't know why. I could put my arm around her. She's like, get your arm around me. Stand strong. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I love you. Love you too. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> but we do show affection. Hallelujah. But I'm just one that's more affectionate <laughs> than a lot of others that, that are around me. Let's say it like that. I'm very affectionate. Affectionate. Hallelujah. Because God taught me that. All I'm feeling is God's arms around me all day. All I'm seeing is the love of heaven and those who are, and it's bringing people to show God's affection or receive God's affection from me to them. So it's affection going on all day. Hallelujah. And everyone don't know how to embrace affection or be affectionate. Hallelujah. But I really enjoy being with my siblings. We never fought before. Me and my brother did a long time ago over something so silly. We were kids. But me and my siblings, we don't fuss, argue, and fight. We don't do that. We love each other. Hallelujah. And I thank God for that, that we have that kind of relationship where we understand each other. And when we come together, we laugh and have a great time every time. But they always find a reason to be supportive and just bring my name up. Be the star of the show every time. And I'm like, no, it's not always about me. Let me honor what you guys are doing. Hallelujah. I do not like spotlight. Not at all. I do not like going into a room and all eyes are watching. God said, get used to that. (laughs) Because that's what's happening. Things of God taking getting some used to. But we're not going to turn them down. It just takes some getting used to. Hallelujah. Don't get too comfortable where you are. Never get too comfortable. Because God is always moving on our behalf. I know you guys heard my testimony of me walking in deception in the area of marriage. And the reason I bring this subject up is because there are some people who are coming to me regarding my testimony and they're asking me, how did you bounce back so fast like that? Like you're not crying, you're not brokenhearted, you're not confused. It's like God said something and bam, here you are, you've done it. How were you able to do that? 
And my answer was, and it always will be, who the sun sets free is free indeed. Let me show you how important God moves in his time. Even though we are making our own mistakes, he still shows up. He knew that I had to be free from that in order to take a tr- I mean, take hold of the season of what he's teaching me about a marriage that he actually has for me. And for you too. We don't have to get into detail about anything or seeking God about this or that or even have all the answers. God is preparing me for the right man that he has for me. I don't want anybody else, man. I don't want nothing that don't belong. I don't even want. I, I take that back. I do want. I do want. God, like, who you can? I do. I do want father, but I'm saying, you get what I'm saying? Hallelujah. There's no rush for those things. But you are indeed grateful for it. Hallelujah. God had to take me out of that to prepare me for this season. He's making sure he's not going to have any of us who are hungry due to their own desires to do anything miss his move because you're out of position so I have to get you back in position and I was like dang the man of God is indeed out there and saw me marry someone else I was like, God, my bad, God, my bad. And I was like, dude, my bad, dude, my bad. I have a lot of making up to do. But at the same time, I have been forgiven. Hallelujah. I thank God for showing up the way he did that day. And there are other people who are coming to me asking me how to get out. And my answer is, and will always be, listen to God's voice concerning anything about you. Don't go around asking people because everyone doesn't have the answer that only God can give you. I can't tell you to leave. I can't tell you to stay. It's not my judgment to make. Only God knows. And my lawyer said to me, this is the easiest case I have ever had. And your prices have very, have very much came down from thousands to hundreds. Because you guys didn't have anything together. Everything was yours, was still in your name. His was in his name. I don't have nothing negative to say about anyone. We are just two people who made a mistake. And we departed from our mistake and went our separate ways. We both were relieved. Because without God, you're going to find yourself missing something, lacking something. And it's something going to be broken. Hallelujah. What I desired in a man, you were not. 
And what you desire for me to desire in a man you were not going to be. And I was not. So we stamped that. And after we got the divorce, God says to me, now I'm opening up your womb. I'm like, what? It was closed? What is that? (laughs) And God said to me, because of your obedience, because you didn't have to, you could have still stayed in it. You made the choice to walk in my will. Therefore, I'm going to present your body as if it had never been touched. I was like, what? God, you know I got a 14-year-old son, right? You know I gave birth, right? Like I said, have never been touched. This is my season over your life. Embrace my season, my word, my favor, my grace over your life, which is sufficient, which is more than enough. I was like, cool. <laughs> I take that. Hallelujah. Because out of us denying ourselves, there goes the glory. It's not easy to admit to the world you made a mistake in the area of a final commitment. Jesus. I know that my testimony has set a lot of people free and they're coming to me regarding it. Not just separating, but also embracing one another even more. Because there are people who are married, who God has joined together. But God said, let no one is put asunder. Don't let no one cause you, not even your own self, cause you to separate, divide. You are one. Jesus. Marriage is very powerful. I'm trying to tell you, it's powerful. It's very, 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 very powerful. Especially when you're on God's level of understanding with it. And some people just having trouble. Due to wanting things their way. Or having attitudes. Or any kind of thing. It could be money, anything. And I'm just so grateful. Because I had no idea when Christ showed up in my bedroom like that. And I see his face like that every day. He knew what he was coming to do. It's my outcome over your life. This is not my outcome for you. I'm taking you out of this. Here you go. Here you go, Satan. Now here is my fulfillment, my outcome over your life. This way. My way. I don't care who around you think you deserve any of my glory. Because none of you actually do. Hallelujah. Someone always has something to say concerning other people. That's why I said on Facebook, you guys heard the testimony on Facebook because I settled within myself. I was testifying as it was happening. And you know why? Holy Spirit said, go ahead. Go ahead. Because if you're going to hear my testimony, you're going to hear it from out of my mouth. Why it's happening in that area. 
No one can testify my testimony for me or like me how I can because it indeed is mine. I've been through that. I put myself through that and God delivered me out of that. My testimony. There is no such thing as too early to testify. Because I can testify the moment it's happening because there is a result. Jesus. There is an outcome. And my outcome going to always be victory and triumph. No matter what the devil think or thought he was going to do concerning my life. My man of God out there, I was like, God, man, to sit there and watch that. To watch someone belong to you in the hands of another. And you know it's not God's will because you heard from God concerning me. And all I can do is just collapse in the vision. God gave me a vision. And this man, Jesus, God said, go ahead. I wasn't even going to say anything else. He said, go ahead. God gave me a dream. It was a dream of a lot of us. And we were all couples who were dating. And we were in church. And all the women had on navy blue dresses and the guys wore black shirts with navy blue pants. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And we were all in line behind one another. And we had to go through this curtain. And when we passed this curtain, we are one. And my partner was playing around, enjoying the occasion. And we had people cheering us on, heavenly hosts, earthly people. Cheering the whole line. Oh, it was a lot of us who were about to be joined. And I was like, why are you playing around? This is serious to me. I'm taking this very seriously. And my partner was like, lighten up. Do you understand what's taking place? Rejoice. Celebrate. I'm like, okay. Okay. Because sometimes we just, you know, the fire, we just like so serious. God say, lighten up a little bit. And when it was our time to get through the curtain. This glory came upon both of us. And all of a sudden, he went from standing beside me to now coming from God. He walked right from God who was right before us. And he ran and collapsed in my arms on my left side on my shoulder. And he just kept crying. He was weeping. This kind of weeping I never saw before. Weeping. And I could just look and then everything in between me and him became bare. As if we had nothing on to cover us. But we had clothes on behind us. But not in between. I could feel his heartbeat. I could feel everything in front of you. And you could feel everything in front of me. And God's standing there watching us. And he's sitting there crying. And all I could do is look and I can hear his heart crying. Thanking God. Thank you, God, to, for bringing her back to me. Thank you, God, for her obedience. Now we can walk into fulfillment. I could have married anybody else due to her disobedience and her being out of position. But it would not have been the same if it had not been her. Because you have carved her just for me. 
And he was crying and crying. And I'm looking at God like, what I'm supposed to do? Because I can feel your body or mine. And I don't know why in this dream I was enjoying that. But I was like, I'm, I can't even enjoy it because I'm looking at you weeping. I'm looking at God confused. Like, am I supposed to enjoy this dream or am I supposed to comfort? What is it? Do both? No way I can do both. It's even one or the other. So I just stood there and let him get everything out. But God sat there and watched. Let me tell you something. When we give ourselves to God, it's his way. Jesus. I had no idea about any of this happening this year or any, not even sitting here right now last year. But God. And God said, while you were out there, while you were out there doing things of the world, your man of God was indeed interceding for you. Even the times he was unaware. Because I have joined you before the foundations of the world. Before you were born, I knew who your spouse was. It's not that you're moving too fast. Because I was even telling God, slow down. This is too much for me right now. I just got out of a merge and God keeps saying, and, and. It's my will, my way. That wasn't of me. And that's destroyed. And what are you saying? I was like, nothing, nothing now. <laughs> Let me move how I want to move. You just don't try to move ahead of me because you can't. You're just going to frustrate yourself. So just stay how you are. My moving was letting him know I know who you are now. I know exactly who you are now. I didn't know at first. So I had to let you know. I know now my bad. You were right. All along. Jesus. And I say, God, how come? During the time in the past when it was presented before me, how come I didn't accept the invitation? God said, because you weren't ready. I said, how, how, how weren't we ready? God said, you two just weren't ready. You two both need some growing to do. That's what he's saying now. He didn't say that then because I had no idea at the time. But God did say to me. Do not. And I mean do not. Entertain anyone's emotions if you don't feel the same way. Because you're misleading people if you do that. He is open unto you. And you're not feeling the same way. So don't entertain it. And I was like, okay. 
And from that moment forward, I just disconnected myself from that person. One year turned to three years, turned to four. Had no confidence, nothing. And then somehow I went back to doing the things how I used to do it. And wind up marrying somebody else. And thank God for deliverance. So that's why I gave my testimony. Why I was still seeing my testimony through. Because I honor you all that much to let you know what's going on. Just in case you see changes. Because you indeed are about to and have concerning my life in that area. And I love you and I honor you so much. Thank God for your forgiveness. Thank God for your life. Thank God for everything he's doing in and through our lives. Hallelujah. I had no idea many people were going to come to me for marital advice. Because I know what is and I know what's not. And I said to God, the day you connect me with my spouse, I don't know how I'm going to respond to that day of you knowing my testimony and watching my testimony and you're still standing. I know that wasn't easy. I know you had some nights where your faith began to fall. I know you had some nights where you were crying out to God. I know you had some nights because I would have had. That hurts. For God to say someone belongs to you. And you see that person with somebody else. And God is confirming things over and over concerning you two. And your walk with him. And your purpose. And your destiny. And that person is out of position. You show me your strength by standing By staying. I love you more and more each day. Holy Spirit always speak through me. How Holy Spirit wants to talk. And what area he wants to. And direction he wants to go into. So this morning he wanted to pinpoint that. In the atmosphere. Because God is indeed preparing us. In marriage. For those who are desiring marriage. I always desire marriage. But I just didn't know. The things that I know now. And I'm going to tell you something. God knows me like no other. Because I see myself in that person. I feel myself in that person. I understand why God chose. Before we even came here. And I am indeed satisfied. Hallelujah. I want you guys to enjoy your day. And remember, greater is he who is in us than he who is in the world. I love you and I'm happy for you.